Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Uh, with me here today, uh, I'm sorry, let me start all over here. This is Del, Del Wamsley Radio Show and uh, having a little electrical difficulties here and malfunction, so let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, today with me is uh, Richard Robinette from uh, Dobson Legal Group, and they are the grand sponsors for what's coming up here, which is uh, in October 25th and 26th which would be known as our multifamily master's tour. <clears throat> now, we have these once a year, and every time we have them, they sell out. And every time we have them, everybody that goes on these tours are just super excited to be on them. So what's happening is we're going out on Friday night. You're coming in on the 25th, and we're going to have a, a meeting where we're going to go over all the details and facts, and you'll meet the network and network and meet the people that are uh, our vendors, our members, our uh, mentors, uh, and so on and so forth. And um, then on Saturday, we'll go out the whole day and look at apartment complexes. There's four actual apartment complexes. Uh, we're going to tour you around in a luxury bus, and uh, it, it's a great thing. Now, the sponsor, the grand, one of the grand sponsors for this is Dobson Legal Group. And with us here today to uh, share some of the information about how to use legal help in doing real estate transactions is Richard Robinette. Rich, uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Yeah, is Richard there? Okay. Well, it looks like we're having some more technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on here. But again, I'm just going to share with you while we wait to get Richard on that this tour only comes once a year. And you're getting to go out to live apartment complexes. You're getting to see how we bought them, what we paid for them, how we fixed them up, you know, everything from top to bottom, how we raised the rents, how we've changed the clientele, okay. et cetera, et cetera, and also how we've increased the value. So this is a, a really top-notch opportunity for you to learn the real estate business from the inside out, from up 
down all across. Looks like we might have uh, our technical difficulties ironed out a little bit now so we can get back to the show. Uh, Richard, are you out there? I'm right here, Dell. Thanks for having me. All right. Sorry about all the technical difficulties here. Looks like the whole thing just blew up all at once on us right at the beginning. So uh, as we've gone on, I've introduced uh, the fact that you are a grand sponsor for the Multifamily Masters Tour bus tour coming up. Now, what I haven't done and I should do before we get started, you and I together here, is to tell people if they want to attend this Masters Tour, they're going to need to go to MultifamilyMastersTour.com. That's MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Now, having said that, uh, the grand sponsor here is um, Dobson Legal Group, and Richard is representing them today, and they are a full-breath real estate firm uh, as far as their legal work. And we want to cover a lot of it today because there's some really important stuff uh, I think that's going to get some really quality technical information out. So, Richard, why don't we uh, start this way. As a firm, you represent the buyers, which I'm going to just share with everybody, would be an IRO, independent real estate owner. Secondly, you represent people starting companies, which would be syndicators, uh, and the ability to put together a syndication on something like this. And also, your firm will even meet with passive investors to look over um, prospectuses and PPMs to go over with them whether or not they think that you think or that these offerings meet their needs so on and so forth. So you guys cover almost everything I can think of. But what I want to start with here is I want to start way back at the very beginning and share with everybody this point that I think is relevant. I've been doing this for 30 years, and I own six real estate companies. And throughout my lifetime of me doing real estate and working with other people, I've helped write thousands of contracts. And yet, to this day, I will not do a real estate transaction without having a real estate attorney with me. Being that, unlike single-family housing, where a real estate agent is plenty of representation in 99% of the cases, uh, they, they're writing a contract or filling in the blanks of a pre-promulgated contract. When you're out there doing commercial real estate, uh, whether it be commercial buildings or apartment complexes like we do multifamily commercial, you're in a situation where almost always it is a seller-driven transaction. And it's buyer beware, 100% as is, where is, no warranties, no representations. And in most cases where in single family, you're used to having a pre-promulgated contract that is fair for both sides of the aisle, both the buyer and the seller. In most cases, what we find is that after we have a letter of intent and we decide what we're willing to do, the seller's real estate broker, or I'm sorry, the seller's legal counsel generally creates the initial contract. And by gosh, it's pro-seller in almost 99% of the time. And so we've got to have representation to be able to look at that and make sense of that. Would you agree with this, Richard, as being a fair representation of what's going on out there? Uh, that That's absolutely right, and especially now because we're in such a strong seller's market, and we have been for several years, uh, we see sellers just asking for more and more in their contracts. Um, you know, there are promulgated contracts for commercial transactions like multifamily uh, and personally, I like using those because I think they're written uh, pretty fairly, and then we can beef up, uh, you know, the special provisions to to help protect our clients even further. 
Um, and the problem with you know some of the, the proprietary contracts that we see from sellers is not only uh, that they're grossly slanted in the seller's side, but it's also just you know these tend to be much longer than the promulgated forms, and there's much more room for uh, mistakes to happen and ambiguities as these things are going back and forth and being redlined and negotiated. Um, a lot of times they end up really messy, and then you know that can cause problems down the road. So. Uh, you know, you have to be really careful when dealing with uh, sellers, especially on on, on these custom uh, written contracts, about making sure that that you know the buyer side is protected, um, you know, and that everything is clear and defined. So that if there's ever a disagreement down the road, you know, we can look to the text of the document and figure out the way things are supposed to be. Well, we're going to get into more detail on the subtext of the document in just a moment here. Uh, but we got a break coming up. So before we go to the break, uh, I'm going to try to hit you with a short question that you can get done in less than one minute, and that is this. Being I want to come to you for representation, and I'm going to be an independent owner, an IRO, I'm going to go buy my own deal, uh, or being I'm going to be a, a solicitor, I'm going to go out there and uh, solicit a deal to other people uh, and be a syndicator, at what point in the transaction should I be considering, and you only got 30 seconds to answer this on each one of them, at what point should I come to you? When should I initiate the relationship yesterday. with your firm? Okay. You should come to me yesterday. Um, there, right. the, you, can't, uh, you can't contact me early enough. Um, in an ideal world, I'm talking to clients before they've even drafted an LOI to send over to the seller, and we've laid out here's what we want to do, here's our timeline, here's our expectations, here's our expected costs, here's all the points in which we need to be in contact. So the earlier, the better, so that we can plan out the entire transaction. Excellent. Well, I wanted you to say that, not me, because, you know, nothing worse uh, for a business than to have people that are not really prepared and ready to take action to start using up your time and so on and so forth. So that's great. Uh, we're going to take a short break here. Remember, if you want to get on this bus tour, you need to go to MultifamilyMasterStour.com. That's MultifamilyMasterStour.com. We'll be right back with Richard and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Richard Robinette from the Dobson Legal Group. Uh, the Dobson Legal Group is one of the grand sponsors for the Multifamily Masters Tour in Dallas coming up on the 25th and 26th of October. You're not going to want to miss this. It's always sold out. It's always one of those things that people rave about. It's like they'll never forget it the rest of their life. So if you want to go, uh, log in to multifamilymasterstour.com. Now, Richard, as we got into this thing, you said you wanted them to contact you as soon as possible that you, so you can start formulating a plan with them. As we get into this situation, um, we look at this. We're going to split this off into two different conversations right now. If someone wants to do a syndication, why don't you just give us a brief walkthrough of kind of the steps that you would walk them through to get them into that situation where they're able to start offering? Sure. So when you're doing a syndication, you are actually selling securities. Your investors are not buying real estate. They are buying interest in a company that buys real estate. Uh, and so uh, that brings you into a world of securities. You have all kinds of laws and regulations you need to comply with. And uh, one of the things that we do is we walk our clients through, here's all the things you need to do, here's all the hoops you need to jump through, and all the do's and the don'ts. Uh, for complying with these regulations. Okay, so those situations have been put together so small business people can create these companies. It's not an overwhelming situation. Um, how long does that generally take for you to get them set up to where they can start uh, selling their securities off towards their deals? Uh, well, usually we want to, you know, we want to be under contract on a property. We don't uh, you know, uh, it, at least in lifestyles, uh, lifestyles don't doesn't do blind pools uh, where we put a pool a bunch of money and then we go find the property. We find the property first, we get it under contract, uh, and then we start our securities offering. Uh, actually, preparing the offering usually takes two to three weeks. Uh, that involves forming all the companies that go into it, the management company, the investor company. If there's multiple properties, there may be some, some single-purpose LLCs for the properties. So we put all those together, and then we put together what's called a PPM, or Private Placement Memorandum, uh, which basically gives the investors all the doom and gloom of all the bad things that could go wrong, you know, sign here. Uh, and it also, you know, presents the business plan of here's what we intend to do with the property, here's what we think the numbers will look like, uh, and then here's all the, you know, agreements involved that, you know, you'll need to either review or sign. And so that's all compiled into one big bundle. It's usually 150, 200 pages long. Uh, and that is what the sponsors or the leads uh, can present to their investors. Uh, and then there's some rules about who they can present it to 
uh, and how they can present it. And those are things that we, you know, make sure our clients understand uh, before going into it. One of the nice things about working with Lifestyles clients is they are uh, among the most educated clients I have, so I don't have to teach them a whole lot. Uh, they've already taken dozens of classes that involve how to, you know, market securities properly and all the, you know, the things that are going to be expected of them. Uh, and so that makes my job a lot easier, you know, when I have someone coming from uh, coming from Lifestyles as opposed to just coming off the streets. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt to that. So as we go forward with this thing, we, we, and I like the fact that you brought up that in Lifestyles, we always have the deal before we start putting together the pool of money. So that's, I'm glad you did that. So, so we go into this process, we've got a deal and we're working our way through it. Obviously, whatever it is that we represent as our business plan in the beginning has the possibility of changing during our due diligence period. How do we update our PPM or do we update our PPM as we go along to facilitate the changes that we're finding as we're going through our due diligence? So it, it depends on the kind of changes. So, you know, there are certain changes that are immaterial, um, you know, that don't affect the budget much or whatever. Maybe our loan came in at, you know, 4.4% instead of 4.3% or whatever. Um, you know, and, and we write the documents with enough flexibility to say, you know, we think it's going to be about this. Uh, now, when something happens and there's a material change where we're going from maybe, you know, a Fannie Mae loan into a bridge loan that's far more risky, uh, then we have to supplement our documents and say, hey, there's been this change. Here's how it looks now. Uh, and these material changes, we have to give the existing investors a, a right of rescission so they can actually say, you know what? Forget it. I wanted to do a Fannie Mae deal. This is no, this is now a credit union deal or something. Uh, let me out. Uh, and we, we, you know, then they, they get their money back. Um, but then the supplement documents become, you know, this is what we're offering going forward. And investors can choose to stay. New investors come in and we just keep rolling. All supplement documents are ultimately considered a part of the original PPM? That's a question. Yeah, everything's incorporated. So, man, we, we put it all together back in one big PDF that goes out to everybody so they can, you know, kind of follow the, the evolution of the, of the offering, so to speak. All right, so we're going to tie back together now. We're at the point where we're in the deal, we're in the feasibility. And let's talk us about some of the big gitchy goomies that people just don't realize. Uh, you know, in Texas here, we have title insurance. And I thought that I've always thought it was interesting that, you know, ever since I started, there's some blind reasoning behind the fact that you got title insurance that makes you think that everything's okay. Well, they gave me title insurance, but never do you really <laughs> right. realize that there's a thousand things beyond title insurance. In fact, we'll just start with the easiest ones, the ones that they won't insure, right? They're exceptions. And mm -hmm. I, I know you right. get these things that people get it and they never read it, or they, if they do, they don't have the attorney read it. And uh, the exceptions alone, but then even more than that, go on, take that over. Tell us that, hey, just title insurance isn't enough. Uh, absolutely, it's not enough. Um, and if you read the title insurance, most of the title commitment uh, is the exceptions. Here's the long list of things that we're actually not going to insure. Uh, and, and, of course, these are the things that are most likely to happen to, to jeopardize titling your property. So, you know, it's very important to, to read it and have your attorney read it, uh, raise objections to the things that you, you need to be insured, 
uh, and, uh, you know, get the title company or get the seller to take action to remedy those things so that you can actually get title insurance uh, on those items. Yeah, and that is a negotiation that I just don't think the average uh, beginner, probably even advanced real estate investor, is capable of doing where you have to go back against their attorney, the seller's attorney, go, look, you know, title insurance won't cover this, so somebody's got to fix this. Either title insurance has got to let go and say we will, or what generally happens in my history is the title insurance tells the seller what they need to do to fix the problem so that they're willing to ex- to go ahead and ensure that exclusion. So, right. um, and this also, pretty- you know, it, it going going down the road when you, you know when you when you exit the property and you're going to sell. You know, you want all these kind of title issues to have been taken care of on the front end, so you're not dealing with them in the seller's seat when you're trying to sell to somebody else, and their attorney's objecting to all this stuff. You know, so there could be recorded documents, easements, uh, mineral leases, uh, laundry leases, all kinds of things. You know, that may or may not still be in effect. They're usually written, you know, ambiguously, or they may not even provide the whole document. They just have a memorandum of the document, but then you got to chase down. Uh, a lease that's changed hands 20 times and kind of figure out who yeah. sold it to who. Um, Richard, it, we're going to have, we're gonna have to go pain. to break right now. We're going to have to go to break, Richard. Sorry to cut you off. Let's go ahead. We'll be right back with Richard and Del Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Richard Robinette from the Dobson Legal Group. The Dobson Group is a grand sponsor for our Dallas Multifamily Masters Tour coming up October 25th and 26th. You're not going to want to miss this event. Every single year we have these, every one of them we ever have, are sold out, and every person that comes out of it is just elated with what they get to see. So uh, the next one's October 25th and 26th. If you want to attend, you got to go to multifamilymasterstour.com. That's multifamilymasterstour.com. So, Richard, as we come out of this contract here, we're getting involved here. We've gone to the title insurance uh, we run into a thing called a survey, and a lot, again, people have a survey, and they think just because they have a survey that they're protected by the survey. What are the hiccups on surveys that we see all the time? Uh, you know, there's mistakes on surveys. You have to look at them. I had one recently where uh, if you, you know, followed the, the the contour and the links and angles and whatever that they were outlining the property, like the, the, the it didn't connect. Uh, it made kind of a bow tie shape. And so, you know, we had to get the, the survey corrected. Um, you know, if there are easements, uh, they need to be shown on the survey. If there's a fence encroaching over a line or a building, you know, encroaching into a public easement, we need to know about those things. It would be tragic uh, if down the road, you know, you bought a property and then you had to shave off a corner of the building, you know, to 
to comply with some, uh, you know, public utility easement or something else that, that was going to come through the property. Uh, and so we generally deal with the survey at the same time we deal with the, uh, the title exceptions and uh, make sure that, that all of those documents play nice together and that we've protected the seller as much as we possibly can uh, going forward, or excuse me, protect the buyer as much as we possibly can going forward. You know, I just want people to understand that that kind of stuff actually happens. You know, I'm not bringing this up just to put the scare into people, but it actually does happen. And uh, if you don't have a good real estate attorney, then <laughs> they, I've actually seen attorneys miss that stuff. I'm not saying you. I'm saying just I've had seen people. In fact, well, obviously, if somebody's closed the deal before and the stuff's there, then boom, obviously somebody missed it. And it does happen. So we go on now and we move forward and we talk about this next thing that I think is scary as heck. So when you go to a single family uh, real estate deal, if you've ever sold your own personal residence, uh, they make you fill out about 11 page disclaimer. Tell us everything you know that's ever been wrong, ever could have been wrong, ever thought might have been wrong about this house. And I mean, I may be exaggerating with 11 pages, but when I was filling it out to sell my house, it was at least five and mm -hmm. seemed like more. And the reality is, is that you go to a commercial real estate deal, and there's none of that. There's no promises. There's no nothing. Rarely. Can you explain to people what as is, where is, uh, you know, all no warranties, no representations actually means to them? Uh, it, it means exactly that. You are buying what, what you see is what you get. You are buying this property. We're not going to say that the roof will not fall down tomorrow. You're going to do your own due diligence. You're going to bring your own uh, you know, inspectors in to look at it. I know you had, I guess last month you had Dax from Heritage Construction, uh, on, on your show. And, uh, you know, he does that, those type of things and he's looking out for, uh, the buyer and saying, Hey, here's all the things that are wrong with the property. The seller's not going to tell you. The seller's usually going to check a box that says, well, I'm not aware, wink, wink, of, you know, this laundry list of things. Uh, but I disclaim all warranties and, and, you know, buyer beware and all that jazz. So uh, it's a different world. There's a lot less protection for commercial transactions in general than there is for uh, consumer transactions. So you're not going to have the safety nets that you get when you buy your personal residence. So you're in a contract that has a feasibility period, just like a single family. But the difference in a single family, you might have only an option consideration fee of $10 to 100 bucks and Hey, if you got to walk the deal, you got to walk the deal. You're not going to lose any sleep over it. Mm -hmm. But some of these commercial deals, that option consideration fee is fifty, a hundred thousand. I literally have actually had mm -hmm. one with a million dollars myself in, in place. Uh, hard earnest money could not be refunded, type thing. Uh, so you have to know what you're doing before you put that kind of money at risk. And if you don't have a good team, you're not going to be able to feel comfortable uh, that you're you're making the right decisions and stuff like that. So now that you're deep into this yeah, thing, now here comes the, the, the next one that I think your attorney and your mortgage broker have got to live together on, and that is how do you guarantee you're going to get a loan and get it closed in time? Because unlike a residential contract, there is no out for not being able to get the loan. In a, in a residential contract, there's a, um, oh, what's it called, financing condition form. And if you don't get the financing, get out of the deal. But in this, if you don't get the financing, right. you lose everything. Can you explain how you guys work around that? Sure. Well, first of all, we try to get a financing contingency. A lot of times we can't, and especially in these stronger sellers' markets, 
Uh, a lot of the primary markets right now, like Dallas and Houston, Austin, um, Phoenix, you know, that, that it's really difficult to get a seller to agree to a financing contingency. Some of the secondary markets, when you get a little further out, um, you know, you, you're more likely to see those because those are, you know, softer markets. Um, but, uh, you know, again, you kind of just the same with due diligence. If I'm going to have hard earnest money day one, I'm going to do as much preliminary due diligence as I can. I'm going to see if I can at least walk the exterior of the property, right? I'm going to, you know, look, you know, if a property's taken care of on the outside, it's probably taken care of on the inside. Maybe they'll show me a couple vacant units, you know, so I can do a little bit to kind of get a feel for what's coming on. Same thing with the mortgage. If I work closely with my mortgage broker, I got a good mortgage broker that works with a lot of lenders. He knows the market. He knows, um, you know, what's going on and what kind of deals are funding and what kind of deals aren't, he can give you a pretty good idea, uh, you know, whether this loan is going to work, you know. And then from our side, from the legal side, it's it's important to, you know, deliver clean documents, uh, get as much information to the lender as we can early uh, about the organizational structure, who guarantors our key principles, uh, all the pieces in place to show the lender, hey, these are the kind of deals you're financing. Our deal looks like this. And they say, thank you very much. We'll finance it. So we go to the next level. And to me, I've been doing this for only 30 years, so I'm just a beginner at it. But during my beginner stages of 30 (laughs) years experience, I have never been to a closing where the closing document's correct. And I would never think of going to a closing without having my attorney read the documents in preparation to going to the closing not even at the closing, but in preparation. And even then, right. we still have a battle many times. Go into that, why that is so difficult at the very twilight hour to get everything right. Uh, a lot of times we don't see the documents till the 11th hour. Um, I'm actually closing a deal today. We got our loan documents last night. Uh, so we've got a lot of reading to do today. Um, you know, we got... Um, a bill of sale today that didn't even identify the property. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's being, there's corrections being made on it right now as we speak. Um, you know, those, those are things that happen and you just, you can't, you can't trust parties who are not representing you. You can't go and trust that the title company is going to do right by you or that, you know, God forbid sellers, uh, attorney is going to do right by you, uh, or even the lender is going to do right by you, you know, um, and we actually see it more on these smaller loans. If you're having a small loan from a community bank, uh, you know, we see a lot of problems in those documents because they seem to be different every time. And we have to go through them with a fine tooth comb and make sure there's no onerous provisions or gotchas or things that are going to harm our clients. Um, the agency loans on the bigger deals, like the Fannie loans and the Freddie loans, not so much. Their documents are standardized. We see the same thing over and over. And so for those, it's just a matter of making sure the client's aware of what's in them, what things might trigger recourse or harm them, that, those kinds of things. And then checking, you know, do they identify the right parties? Do they have all the names spelled right? Are the signature blocks right? You know, so if this was ever challenged, no one could say, hey, this wasn't signed properly. Uh, you know, we got to make sure that all those things are straight, too. As crazy as is the interest rate right on the note, believe it or not. <laughs> I've seen that yeah. be wrong uh, sometimes, yeah, absolutely. too. Our interest stuff. only period correct is our is our PITI correct or a PI correct, um, yeah. and a lot of times they're wrong. 
So we've only got just a minute left here, I think, on this segment. Let me see. I want to make sure. I don't want to slam you into the wall like I did before. Uh, so <laughs> the, the, the last thing I'm going to bring up when we come back is I'm going to come back with the post-closing uh, nightmares. In other words, you think it's over, you've closed, but there are all these legal agreements you've made about post-closing arrangements and working monies back and forth and so forth. And I'm going to have you just put your stamp on that one real quick and that'll kind of bring us full circle back around. We'll do that when we come back. We'll be right back with uh, Richard Robinette, Dobson Legal Group, and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Richard Robinette from the Dobson Legal Group. The Dobson Legal Group is the grand sponsor for our Dallas Multifamily Masters Tour coming up October 25th and 26th. Uh, October 25th is a Friday night. We're going to have an open house there uh, meeting where you're going to get to meet me, uh, my mentors, a lot of our members, our vendors, just big gigantic open party meeting slash thing. Uh, also, we'll have some uh, deals available and presented to you as so for educational purposes. Uh, on the 26th is the Masters Tour. We're going to go to four different apartment complexes. Uh, we'll be on buses all day long, then we'll come back and we'll have a debrief party afterwards uh, where uh, we'll discuss what we've seen and what you should have learned from what you learned that day. So all that's going to occur the 25th and 26th of October. If you want to attend, go to multifamilymasterstour.com. That's multifamilymasterstour.com. Now, one of the companies that are going to be there putting this on is the Dobson Legal Group, and with us here is Richard Robinette. Richard, let's uh, make sure they get away here today with some ways to contact your firm, please. Sure, sure. Uh, you can email me. It's Richard at dodsonlegal.com, and that's D-O-D-S-O-N legal.com. Uh, or you can call our number, which is really hard to remember. Are you ready? It's 469-4-MILLION. <laughs> Just four uh, and keep hitting zeros till someone answers. <laughs> there you go. That's cute. All right, so... Um, we want these people contacting you just as soon as they think they got a project they're working on, get with you and um, give them a breadth of the work that you you do. Because I didn't cover everything you guys do, and I didn't cover any of the terrain sure. that you cover as far as the demographics of where you're at. Right. Well, we're actually a full-service law firm, so we even do family law and wills and estates and, and things of that nature. But my own personal practice is 
uh, almost entirely real estate transactions and securities, and almost all of that is in multifamily. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, we represent the buyer side of transactions start to finish. Everything you could need from the legal side as a buyer, uh, we, we handle. Um, and then in addition, as far as lifestyles is concerned, we also work with passive investors who are considering investing in deals uh, and have received documents not written by us, <laughs> but uh, written by other attorneys. We'll review them and say, hey, okay, here's kind of the you know, areas of legal exposure you might want to be aware of. Um, there's generally no negotiating these types of things, but at least they can know, okay, here's how the fees work. Here's areas that may be a problem. Here's how disputes work. Here's red flags, yellow flags. Here's things we like, things we don't. Uh, and then they can make their own decision whether they want to make uh, an investment in that particular deal or not. Yeah, and that's something that I'm really glad you do because some of these things, although quite honestly, the PPMs are probably the least complicated of documents because they're supposed to be written to be understandable. There's still so yeah, variety that sorry, people and just miss it. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that the, the PPM itself is probably not as important as what goes as the documents it refers to. So the company agreement, for instance, is very important because that's going to govern the day-to-day relationship between the sponsor and the investors. Um, and then the business plan. Does the business plan make any sense whatsoever? Uh, and it's important to look into it and just, hey, they're raising rents 500 bucks day one. That's not going to work. You know, <laughs> so... Yeah, the, the promise is whether or not you can believe them or not. It's another question altogether on some of these things. So um, that's yeah, well, a good and there's thing a that joke you do. that pro forma is Latin for BS. So, you know. <laughs> now, there's a joke I haven't heard so far. Pro forma is Latin for BS. <laughs> that's interesting. Okay, I like the one of trust me. What does that say? Okay. Um, moving on down the line here, we wanted to end up with, um, just out of curiosity, what percentage of transactions have you had to come back after the closing and straighten something out because the the pre-agreed upon post-closing arrangements ended up one side or the other, ended up stiffing the other guy? Um, I wouldn't say it's a huge percent, but maybe 20% of the time there's some post-closing issue. Um, I've had three deals actually this year where the buyers have – simply cleaned out the maintenance area and the the office area and the seller shows up expecting to have you know computers and phones and copiers and maintenance equipment and they walk in and there's like a desk and a chair and a roll of toilet paper you know i think you <laughs> turned that you around know, i think you turned that around with afterwards I think you said it backwards. I think it's the seller that cleans the place out and leaves it nothing for the buyer the seller cleans it out excuse me excuse me yeah no, no, yeah, yeah. We so see our that buyer too. shows up, and, and there's, there's all these things that they expected to get personal property that's in the purchase agreement that they're supposed to get it, it isn't in the building anymore. Um, other things, you know, um, ta- you know, tax prorations. That sometimes the tax taxes aren't set yet, and that needs to be prorated after closing. Uh, and sometimes the sellers don't want, you know, the taxes ended up being higher, and the sellers don't want to pay. Um, you know, so. Things of that yeah. nature, and you just kind of got to work it out after the fact, you know. It's, it's yeah, again, I'm just, I'm just trying to make the point that you can't go into this stuff blindly. There's so many little teeny things that can go wrong. Um, 
when you get to post-closing, even some just misrepresentations where they just stole stuff. And, you know, they didn't show it to you and you found it out. So, well, I want to appreciate you coming on today, Richard. Well, I really do. And uh, thank you for your group being a grand sponsor for our thing. One more time, give them a telephone number where they can reach you because we've got 10 seconds left. Sure. It's Dodson Legal Group, 469-400-0000. All right, great. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sponsoring our tour. For the rest of you out there, remember this. We're not doing this for some money. We're doing this for a lifestyle. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.